Hello and welcome to today's edition of Family Life Today, hosted by Dave and Ann Wilson. Family Life Today is presented by Power to Change, known in the US as Family Life. We hope the program will encourage you in your most important relationships. So if there's a message that I love giving at the weekend, remember, it is which one? The gospel, gospel, Holy Spirit. Bing, 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 bing. Is that it? (laughs) Yeah. That's no fun, though. You got it right on the first guess. Yeah. We've been married a long time. I mean, we've we've been been speaking at that conference for a long time. 30 plus years. 33. And I say it every time, wherever we are, the whole weekend is built around this one talk. If we don't understand this when we leave this conference this conference will not sustain your marriage so if you have a married couple in front of you they're newly married and you're i have one right now they're sitting in the studio (laughs) but if like (laughs) you would say that's what you're going to talk to them about the power of the holy spirit in your marriage no question you can talk about all the great marriage tools conflicts intimacy you name it we all know this. If you walk out of there without the power of the Holy Spirit working in your life, none of it matters. And so as a listener, you should be leaning in thinking, wow, of all these things you've been teaching for 33 years because we're old, this is it? And most people... <laughs> you have people, to throw in there that we're old? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. are. We've been doing it a long time. But, like, think about that. Well, we've got a young couple in the studio with us today. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Uh, you guys are so wow, young. you're making us feel good You're cool, today. too. <laughs> yeah. you, you probably Man. already recognize their voices. David and Meg Robbins are back, the president of Family Life. And how many years? 21 years? Been married? 20. 20. So as you're listening to us talk about the power of the Holy Spirit, and I know you're speaking at the Weekend Remembers, and that's one of the talks of the weekend. Is that your most favorite and most important? I think it's our favorite because of... 24 years being together, four of those dating, 20 of those married, and constantly coming to the end of ourselves. And it's a young couple, the most important thing. It's a couple 20 years in, the most important thing. And 40 years in, the most important thing. You know, God in his kindness says in John 16, you know, Jesus is the one who said it while he was on this earth. He said, it is good for me to go away Mm. because I'm going to send to you a helper, the Holy Spirit, who's going to show you things that you're currently not ready to hear. You guys, I always think about that. Think about Jesus mm-hmm. walking with his disciples, and he says, it's better that I go. I'd be thinking, no, it's <laughs> not, please. Like, right. I, and even for our marriages, like, no, Jesus, I need you right here in the midst of everything. And he says, no, because the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And yet we don't tap into that power right. source. Exactly. I mean, he is the one. He promises he will... Help us follow wherever God is leading us to go. He will move us to go that direction. He will let us see sin in our lives. Mm. And I don't know about you, but it's not very helpful if I'm always just pointing the finger yeah. at Meg's sin. Like, I need to see my own sin first. I thought our spouse was... Log that, in my that eyes. That was their role, to help us see our sin. <laughs> right. that go, that working for you, Dave? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it helps us forgive sin in others, especially mm. our spouse. And the Holy Spirit helps us do the right thing in the right way. I mean, it's obedience, and a lot of times we experience fruit when we step into the things he's leading us into. And, and don't you feel like when you're standing on that podium at the Weekend Remember teaching this truth, don't you feel like the couples are looking at you, and I think they're looking at you like, yeah, this is good, but can you get back to how do I resolve conflict or how do I hmm. – and you just know if they do not appropriate the power and understanding of the Holy Spirit – They actually have no chance of transformation. They can wish it. It might work for a week, Mm -hmm. but it won't last, right? Right. It's so true because as much as I would love to think (laughs) that I'm growing and sin is getting less in my life, 
I'm still human, still living on earth. I still have sin. You know, I'm still going to struggle and do the things that I don't want to do. Paul talks about that, you know. And in marriage, I think that's where we experience our desperate need for the Holy Spirit the most. Because, unfortunately, the people that I love the most and spend the most time with see that ugly side of me come out. You know, I know that... God tells us, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But I don't always want to speak kindly. Sometimes my anger is taking over and I'm saying things that I wish I didn't say. Or do not repay evil for evil, but on the contrary, bless. I'm like, I'm not always doing that. Let's be honest. I mean, there are many times where David is like, oh, yeah, I'll be home. Let's try to all eat dinner together before our daughter heads off to volleyball. I'll be there at six. This didn't and... go into a good place, guys. But this is real. This is real. <laughs> this you is real. This may have happened recently. Yeah. Um, may. You know, and he gets out the door a lot later than he plans to, and he comes in late. And I'm tempted to feel like, okay, have fun cleaning up and getting everybody to bed. I did my part, and I did overtime. <laughs> You're in charge now. And I'm seething and frustrated. Because you want to pay back yes, in your because flesh. In my you, my desire is now it's your turn to feel the you know what I, I felt. And I'm just going, but aren't you glad you're married to an optimist? You know, like I'm always so optimistic like, about how, how things are coming together and how quickly I'll get out the door. Isn't that a great thing? Yeah, yeah, no, not I don't so think much. she's feeling that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. right. And it's not that when we talk about like being filled with the Holy Spirit, it's not that it excuses and does away with, certainly there's still conflict there that we need to talk out. But in that moment, how am I going to respond? You so know? What, what did you do? So I, it sounds like this was pretty recent. Yes, this was really recent. <laughs> I'm pre- sure that when he first got frequent, home, you know, there go were probably some ugly looks and some passive aggressive comments. Uh-huh. Did you give him the stink eye? I did. <laughs> stink eye. <laughs> the stink eye. Um, but, you know, I mean, and quickly, certainly I know the Lord is trying to convict me and my pride is taking over and I don't want to yield in that moment. I'm like, no, I worked really hard to cook this dinner and he did not get here when he said he would, you know, but I'm playing all this internal in my head. And at some point, confession, it definitely took longer than it should have. I could have responded to the Holy Spirit sooner for sure. And there would have been less ugly words flying probably. But at some point, I just had to say, okay, to the Lord. I am now in sin also. Like, my response here is ugly. What's interesting about this most recent scenario, too, is that I actually wasn't picking up on it. So mm. she was seething in, in some healthy ways. <laughs> Not in, you really I weren't thought in my unhealthy. daggers from my legs were getting there, but they weren't. Yeah, but I'm like, there were reasons why I had to stay late. They were out of my control. I didn't communicate well, mm. but I was just, whew, I made it mm. home. Let's go, guys. You know, how do I become Disney dad and make all this better? Probably overcompensating, but I wasn't meeting her. And I think, you know, you said, how do you actually enter into the space? Not ignore it, not just Holy Spirit empowered me. I'll flush it away. We actually had to look each other in the eye and discuss it. And and I had to hold space of why she was hurt. And the Holy Spirit empowers me to actually hold that space and not fix. I'm so prone to like, all right, I'm going to do this next time. And yeah, you're right. And ultimately, I just needed her to be heard. I think the Holy Spirit on this Mm -hmm. most recent one was really just as she was sharing her heart and I was clueless to it was David listened to her. Mm-hmm. Make sure, like, feel what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Not just are you going to get home on time next time to make this better and work for you. Do you understand what she's experiencing and feeling? And that was the Holy Spirit's prompting in me that didn't make it perfectly right quickly, 
but it was how he was wanting me to respond. You guys, this is the best case scenario because you're both yielding to the power of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit who lives in you. So let's take it to a different scenario. Let's say, Meg, you're still angry. David's not <laughs> home. But David, you don't really, you're not really walking with Jesus. Yeah. And so when you start sensing Meg. you picked him and not me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meg's tension, you respond with, what's your problem? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm bringing home money. I'm providing mm-hmm. for our family. You need to relax. That's yeah. a trigger word for me when Dave tells me to oh, relax. relax. Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe I'm, we yeah. can make it about you really quickly, Dave. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but how in that circumstance, like you have one partner, like mm-hmm. she's wanting to live empowered by the Spirit. But, man, you get so triggered when your spouse is responding in a negative way. The most recent example that I'm thinking of is more with one of our kids and they know how to push our buttons for sure. And, you know, I'll snap back and say something and I've totally lowered myself to their level of maturity, you know, in the moment and say something that's totally out of line and not wise parenting, you know, and yeah, I mean, it happens. And then I go there and then I am living out of the sin in my heart. And I mean, in that scenario, I said something and was hurtful and, finally realized, okay, we need to stop talking about this right now. I think actually you probably came and were like, hey, just you guys need some space. (laughs) I mean, there is a reality of when the flooding is happening for us, whether it's in a marriage conflict and tension, whether it's between a mom and and a kid or a dad and a kid, the flooding happens. And in the moment of flooding, you're really not going to be able to get to the heart of it. And you can't let it linger for too long or it can just get pushed under the rug and build tension and explode the next time. But it is healthy to go, all right, let's get to the side. Let's have a space for our hearts to soften and the flooding to go down so that we can actually hear and respond appropriately. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to hear the Holy Spirit when my emotions are so high. And I am set in my ways and thinking I'm right and my pride is taken over. But when I can remove myself, then I can take a minute. Okay, Lord, I do hear you and you're right. You know, and sometimes it takes me a while to get to the point where I can say I was wrong. And even as a parent, it's more tempting to hold on to my right because Mm. I am the parent. (laughs) And I mean, obviously, if I've said something hurtful or wrong, then I need to go back. And I mean, that's not okay. But sometimes even my tone, I can justify wrongly, you know, and like, okay, that's also wrong. And I have to admit that and confess that like we were talking about. This happened to me yesterday. With an adult son where Mm. I'm texting, I'm getting my hair cut and he's texting and he's mad at me for something and he's going on and I feel totally justified in my response. (laughs) This is awful. (laughs) I start texting him the fruit of the spirit in my phone. (laughs) Well, you sure aren't showing love, joy, (laughs) peace, patience. I have it in my phone and I was about to hit send. Oh, you didn't send it? No, because thank goodness. I mean, this guy's 30 years old, and I'm going to send him the fruit of the spirit (laughs) under a text or the phone. And so I just thought, it's that taking a moment to pull back. Mm. That's where I, you guys, I'm such a reactor Mm. that I just want to, oh, I'm going to show you, and I'm texting away or talking away. Well, that's why a trigger word is relax, because I'm not (laughs) sort of wired that way. I should have Mm. more of that, but I'm pretty laid back, and so when she's getting all amped up, and I didn't know it, you know, decades ago, but I would just go like, honey, just relax. 
she would blow up. Like, you would tell me to relax again. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Why is that such a trigger? I think because I want to do something about it. You know, I want to do it now. And I'm so prone to fearing that we'll never deal with it because mm-hmm. you tend to pull away from yeah. conflict. And so I'll jump in head first. Mm-hmm. And even with that son, though, it's been I love one of the fruit of the spirit, self-control. Mm-hmm. And so instead of pushing sin, pull away, take a breath. It's the spiritual breathing And part of that is acknowledging, Lord, I am so mad right now. Actually, my anger comes from my hurt and rejection. Mm. Just taking a moment to do that and, Lord, show me what I'm missing. And Jesus, fill me with your spirit. Give me knowledge. I love the fruit of the spirit because if we're living by that, Mm -hmm. we're going to look at ourselves instead of pointing our finger as I was doing. And and here's a question that comes to my mind right now is what if your spouse or your son or daughter or your co-worker or friend doesn't change. They mm. never, even an hour later, and they're a follower of Christ, but they never get to a point where they apologize or they get, they just never get this attitude under control. So it really is never going to get there. Mm. How do you, under the power of the Holy Spirit, allow yourself to be like, okay, their behavior is not going to change me being filled with the Spirit. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I like it because there's the micro mundane every day that happens. And that's, you know, the first situations we were in. And there's also the bigger, deeper rooted issues in our lives. And what I would first want us all, and I think we all agree, is never change. Well, there's nothing mm-hmm. outside of God's power to redeem and restore. Mm-hmm. However, when we know there's issues that we go, this is a long haul journey. This is a trust breach that was huge. How do I respond in the power of the Holy Spirit, even though this is a long road journey and an issue in this person's life or the stubbornness in someone's life? A lot of rubber meets the road and a lot of marriages get into a really helpless place in this point. But Jesus is there for us. And I think one of the things that for me, and I agree with you and relate with you when it comes, I'm an activator. I'm a reactor. Yeah. Let's go get after it. Let's fix it. You yes. know, I'm not sufficiently good, wise, or gifted enough to make this thing work. Like it is God that has to enter in. And how do I wait and respond to him? We've been talking this whole time about how we respond in a micro moment mm-hmm. on the big macro moments. How do we respond at first and foremost in order for us to keep living in the power of the Holy Spirit and pursuing Those relationships that matter most to us, even though there may be issues that, I mean, are stuck issues, we have to turn our eyes to the Lord and our hearts to the Lord and have spiritual ears to hear, God, how do you want me to respond? And it is a big question when we can't fix it right away and God has to enter in in a fresh way. And I just go, I am so often wanting to fix something in my flesh. Mm -hmm. And God wants to say, I'm going to move in my own time. Trust me. Walk with me. And there's this story that for me makes it hit home so bluntly for of how much I depend upon my flesh. It was the story of a, a family that took a vacation in Galveston, Texas. Pretty beach, but there's barges nearby. It's a cargo ship. So, you know, it's an interesting beach, you know, but it's people vacation there. I did a wedding there. That's what I was doing. I, there. I know the song. There you go. Galveston, okay. Galveston. <laughs> there you go. Bring the guitar. Here we go. Here we go. All right. There was a family vacation there, and this so ugly that it's cute little dog comes running up to it, and the kids play with it, and you know what's coming. Long story short, (laughs) they clean it up, and it's still an ugly dog, but it's at least they groomed it and petted it, and they feed it. It sticks around. The kids win. The dog comes home with the family. And so 
they're at home now and they have this new dog and they leave it for the first time in their house and they set it away and get it all propped up and in their home safely. Well, they come back and they come home to their longtime family cat deceased, but better word would be destroyed. And there's no doubt who the culprit is. This new, so ugly that it's cute little dog has blood all over its face. And so they pick it up, rush to the vet, give it the dog to the vet. Does it have rabies? What's going on here? And the vet takes it, comes back out empty handed and says, well, we know the problem. What you have here is no dog. What you have here is an African rat. There's a species of African rats that comes from the boats of Galveston's. They can grow up to 15 to 18 pounds and you fed it. It stuck around, but a rat will always be a rat, will always be a rat. (laughs) And in the same way, our flesh will always be our flesh will always be our flesh. You can groom it. You can have it in church every week. You can keep it away from every temptation you could possibly do. But eventually, your flesh is going to pop up. If you try to perfect yourself, if you try to respond and go, all right, I'm going to buckle down and I'm going to you know, try to respond to this situation with all the peace and patience I can do in my own energy, it's going to run dry. And Some people are really disciplined and are committed and can stick it out for a long time. But eventually, your flesh is going to show its true colors. You will respond with fits of rage and anger and jealousy and envy. Mm -hmm. And that's why we have to depend upon the Holy Spirit and the new resources he puts in us. So now I can call my flesh the rat. I mean, stop, dirty groom, rat. stop grooming the rat. I mean, know? I mean, it's so true, though. I can uh, remember sitting on a park bench with Ann. I've shared this before. So the short story is we got in a fight at a park on this bench on a beautiful sunny day in the <laughs> summer of Michigan. So it was just like this beautiful setting, people walking by. And now we're in a fight. And so you can't really get in a fight because there's people. You're in public. But I remember being so angry, like, she's wrong, I'm right. And, again, we're saying this in firm comments, but, you know, we're sort of smiling because we should have gone somewhere. I wasn't smiling. No. I was wiping Do you remember this moment? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was so hurt. And I remember in that moment feeling like the Holy Spirit who lives right in this, in our soul, if you're a father of Christ, he can move and convict and soften your heart and he was trying to soft my heart he mm. was just so clear that he was like she's hurting what you've said has hurt her even more mm. all you care about is you you need to care about her pain and i was so mad I was like i don't care i'm gonna it was one of these battles that you talk about mm. a rat or a flesh it was like i know all that's true but i still do not want to submit mm. to god softening my heart and it was a war mm. just sitting there and I'll tell you what, I did. It was mm. hard. And I remember going, okay, God, would you soften my heart? Because I just, I don't have the power to do it. Mm. It's almost like I threw my hands up, white flag. Okay, do what I can't do. And it was like this flood of mm. tenderness just hit me. I was amazed. I mean, mm. it really was putting into action a mm. gentle answer turns away wrath because you are soft, you are gentle. And I responded to that. Like, it totally took our level of anger and frustration, and it took it all the way down. Yeah, and again, it's a moment that I I look back on. It was decades ago that you go, you know, God does still do the impossible. 
Yeah. You got to let him do it. He's not going to override your will. But if you get to the point where you say, okay, God, I can't do this. Would you do it? Even in your marriage, like I can't see us making it a week or a month. Mm-hmm. I can't up. see us making yeah. it. Your hands and say, God, I, I don't have in me what it takes to make this marriage work. Yeah. He'll say, okay, now you're where I need you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. what's your famous quote? If dependency is the goal. And I don't know if it's my original, but it's one that I love and repeat I often. always say David Robinson. If said dependency this. is the goal, then weakness is actually an advantage. Because his yeah. power is made perfect in our weakness. Yeah, and so yeah. when we're so weak, I think he's like, okay, now you're at a place where I can actually do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I'll fill you to overflowing. Right. You know, as you guys were talking about the park bench, it made me think, Meg, back to a weekend. Remember, we went to and got to be participants in. And, you know, it was something that when we were there... I brought something to you on a Saturday afternoon that the Lord was softening my heart to. I didn't go into the weekend mm-hmm. even thinking about it or knowing it was something I was kind of withholding from you. But I mm-hmm. remember God softening my heart and me offering up the gift of, hey, here's some insecurities I have that I want to bring to you and I want to invite you in on. And the way you move toward me in that space and that became kind of part of our story together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the great thing about weekends to remember. They create that space for the Holy Spirit to speak. Yep. You know, a lot of times, and we've been experiencing this, like we're just going through the grind and week after week, it's just flooding to the next thing. And we don't have that space to look each other in the eye and make room for God to move. Yeah, when you pull away and say, I'm going to put energy into the relationships that matter most. And our marriage is the most second to Christ. Something almost magical happens. You know, you walk in there Friday night and you're like, uh, you know, you're tired. But by Sunday morning, isn't it? I've seen it. We've done it for 30 plus years. Almost every conference we've been a part of, little and big miracles Hmm. take place. We want to thank Dave and Ann Wilson and their team for another edition of Family Life Today. Although our programs are produced in America, the issues facing families like forgiveness, communication and taking care of our kids transcend national borders. These issues profoundly affect relationships everywhere. In Australia, family life is known as Power to Change and our mission is to effectively develop godly families the kind of families that change the world one home at a time. A key part of our mission includes strengthening marriages and families all around the world. We want to do whatever we can to bring timeless truths to the challenges you face as you seek to strengthen your family and join us in changing the world. Marriage is a beautiful thing when it's working well, but when it's not, it can stretch us beyond what we ever thought possible. Would you be willing to contribute to our Save a Marriage Fund, used to help sponsor everyday Australian couples who are on the brink? To give a gift, please navigate to our website at families.powertochange.org.au under the Helping Couples tab. Until tomorrow at the same time, God's richest blessings on your family. Thank you.